Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson, World Alternative Media here, and the CDC has acknowledged something absolutely massive, something that we have been, of course, uh, theorizing about for quite some time. This is out of the expose. It says, CDC confirms COVID vaccination caused shocking 338x increase in cancers and AIDS-associated disease. And by AIDS, of course, it's just autoimmune deficiency. Uh, the whole system basically falls apart after getting injected. And... You know, we've been warning about this since January 2020 before anyone even talked about injections because we knew the second that they started talking about so-called COVID and this illness that everyone needs to be afraid of. We knew they were going to come in with lockdowns. We knew they were going to come in with vaccine passes or at least try. And from the very beginning, we said, hey, be careful. Whatever this is, they're going to lock us down. Use it as a litmus for the cash of society. You could go back to our videos January 2020 and see that for yourself. And it will bring in autoimmune disorders and all these different things. So... We're going to get into this um, the study today, which the expose, by the way, does amazing work. It's at expose-news.com, and they have just unbelievable amounts of charts and all sorts of stuff that we really need to assess in the face of all this absolute insanity. So we're going to get into this and much more today. And of course, uh, the fact that Amish children are not getting cancer, diabetes, or autism, according to studies, while mainstream Americans are sick and dying in record numbers. Hmm, I wonder why. I wonder if it has anything to do with injections. Yeah, well, we are pretty sure it does. So we're going to get into this and more today, my friends. But before we do, I urge you to check those links below. Check out our link for rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. It is one of the number one defenses, in my opinion, against cancers worldwide and of course they're putting stuff in our food they're spraying the skies they're putting stuff in the water we need to be vigilant about this and we have opportunities there the bag will last a good 10 years but you should be taking it every single day and you should be taking you know uh 10 a day in my opinion so stock up before it's banned also check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-gmo we have organic kits Heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products. And even if you don't qualify for the free shipping, <clears throat> I still urge you to use code WAM because it could keep you alive and us alive at the same time. And again, versus inflation today, you're already saving money. And in the future, if you don't want mRNA-infused foods from Bill Gates' ration lines on your CBDC, get prepared today before the shelves are empty. This is how they get us. This is how we win though with Heaven's Harvest going and getting the storable food today. That's code WAM, W-A-M. Anyways, let's get into this piece from the expose as it says, CDC confirms COVID vaccination caused shocking 338 times increase in cancers and AIDS-associated diseases. And as the article goes into it, it says, official data made available by the U.S. government and Centers for Disease Control strongly suggests that fully vaccinated Americans may be developing acquired immunodeficiency syndrome or a similar disease that is decimating the innate immune system. But they are not alone because for the data made available by the U.K. government and the government of Canada suggests the vaccinated population in both of these respective countries are also developing the debilitating condition. So we're seeing this get crazier and crazier. And by the way, when I when they say AIDS, by the way, like AIDS, AIDS is just AZT. But 
Um, it's an autoimmune disorder I- issue that is really top of mind here. It's not something that you could spread by having sex or whatever it is. We're talking about the, ex- the, the destruction of the immune system. So they say acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. Um, I would add it's, it's autoimmune deficiency uh, syndrome in general. It's just the destruction of one's terrain among their own body. It says... It's a common misconception that acquired immunodeficiency syndrome AIDS is only caused by the HIV virus. That simply isn't true. Acquired or secondary immunodeficiency is one of the major causes of infection in adults. These immunodeficiency disorders affect your immune system partially or as a whole, making your your body an easy target for several diseases and infections. I want to point out, my friends, that... You know, I got an injection of a flu shot when I was um, in, in, well, I was 12 years old. <clears throat> I was running track and field, winning gold medals, and overnight, I suddenly had asthma. Well, it was within two days. I was rushed to the hospital five minutes plus without being able to breathe. And they say, oh, you have asthma now. And I, I remember saying to the doctors, and this really set me off on my awakening. I said, um, okay, so I just have AIDS. Uh, AIDS. Uh, I, I just have asthma now, which is an autoimmune disorder anyway. Um, and they said, yeah, you just have it now. I said, did it, does it, did it have anything to do perhaps with this injection I got a few days ago? And they said, no, no, it has nothing to do with that. Why would it have anything to do with that? Because you don't just get an autoimmune disorder. That's not how it works. But these doctors are complete morons and pharma shills. That's why their names are in all capital letters on the prescriptions. But we'll carry on. I digress. It says... <laughs> When immunodeficiency disorders affect your immune system, your body can no longer fight bacteria and diseases. Several factors in the environment can cause secondary immunodeficiency disorders. Some common ones are radiation or chemotherapy, which can lead to secondary immunodeficiency disorders known as uh, neutropenia. Infections due to human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, can result in acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS. The issue is that everyone that had so-called HIV were sick with um, sick from past injections that they had throughout childhood that that affected them over time, and it was just surfacing. And then they were given AZT and then were murdered by the doctors. But that's a whole other story. It says here, leukemia, a cancer that begins in the cells of the bone marrow that can lead to hypo uh, hypo uh, gamma uh, globulinemia. <laughs> that's a really long word. A type of secondary immunodeficiency. Malnutrition, which affects up to 50% of populations in underdeveloped countries and leaves people vulnerable to respiratory infections and diarrhea. Uh, But some of the less common causes include drugs or medications. I think it's actually one of the number one causes. It's just that no one actually acknowledges that those things lead to the the previous uh, things mentioned. Uh, So it's perfectly possible, it says, for a medication or drug to cause acquired immunodeficiency syndrome and data published by the U.S. government uh, and Centers for Disease Control, CDC, strongly suggests the COVID-19 injections should be added to the list. We've been saying for so long. For months on end, official data coming out of both the U.K. and Canada has strongly insinuated that the vaccinated population are developing a new form of AIDS. This is because the COVID-19 injections are proving to have a real-world negative effectiveness, uh, implying that they are causing damage to the natural immune system. Yes, it's so much more than heart attacks, my friends. And, you know, as we've reported in the past, um, the studies that they showed in, for example, Taiwan, showed that 29% of kids who were injected had some form of heart-related condition after the shots. 
But that doesn't include cancer. It doesn't include autoimmune disorders. It doesn't include all these plethoras of things that come with it. So this so-called turbo cancer that everyone is suddenly talking about. Yeah, it comes from somewhere. And we know where it's coming from. It says, here's a table showing the case rates per 100,000 by vaccination status in England from week 51 of 2021 to week 12 of 2022. We'll bring that up full screen for you guys. Pretty incredible stuff. I urge people, if they haven't, um, just to pause it to look at that um, screenshot there. But anyway, it continues here. It says... The case rates per 100K were highest among the triple vaccinated population over these three months, except for the 18 to 29 year olds in the week three report only and the under 18s in all three months. Now that we have we know the case rates, we can use Pfizer's simple vaccine effectiveness formula to calculate the real world COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness among the triple vaccinated. Now you have the chart here. It says Real-world COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness among triple vaccinated population in England, week 51 to 2021 to week 12, 2022. And I do want to point out that week 21 of 2021 rather than week 51 was a week that the uh, emergency declaration was made for the injection. So before that, there was a decrease in death over year uh, to date, year to date in 2021 up to week 21. And then when the emergency order came out, um, the excess death skyrocketed in places like Australia, we saw... Um, over a 5,000% increase. But I digress. Again, this is week 51, 2021, to week 12, 2022. You can see the chart on the screen there. It says, this is nowhere near the claimed 95% effectiveness by Pfizer, is it? However, vaccine effectiveness isn't really a measure of a vaccine. It is a measure of a vaccine recipient's immune system performance compared to the immune system performance of an unvaccinated person. Using the case rates provided by UKHSA, we can also calculate the immune system performance. Here's the chart showing how they stack up. So I'll bring that full screen for you guys as well, if I can. Oh, it's not letting me. This one is. This one won't open. Anyway, you see triple vaccinated population immune system performance versus natural immune system performance of the unvaccinated. I want to point out that all injections, all injections are deadly. Um, I urge people to always check out learntherisk.org. My friend runs that site, and it's not run by shills unlike a lot of the vaccine, um, you know, uh, activist, you know, people out there that have been using it to make money. But I want to point out something that um, I I saw RFK Jr. talking about in uh, a town hall debate where this idiot doctor starts saying that you are saying that these um, vaccines aren't aren't saving people's lives. You're you're killing all these people. Whatever you wanted to say, you know. And RFK Jr. said, "Well, actually, if you look at chickenpox vaccines that are banned in most countries, we as Americans are still injecting African children with these chickenpox vaccines in Africa, and we found that the people that take these injections are at ten times le- more likelihood of dying, as well as a far higher likelihood of dying later on in life from shingles and all these things because you're injecting a bioweapon into them and." It's not just that the autoimmune systems of these children flare up. So they die at a huge, hugely higher rate of malaria, hugely higher rate of um, things like pneumonia. And it's pretty clear that the correlation is there. They, they kept saying, well, correlation does not equal causation. Well, then why is it a 10x increase only for the people who are injected? Exactly. These autoimmune disorders are coming from all sorts of injections, not just COVID shots. COVID shots just happen to be the worst. But you shouldn't be injecting your kids with 72 shots by the time they're a few months old. 
It says you can read our full investigation uh, of the UK data at the link that they provide in the article on expose-news.com. It says data from the government of Canada also shows much of the same. Here's a chart showing the real-world COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness across Canada against infection, hospitalization, and death. And you could see real-world COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness percentile against infection slash hospitalization slash death in Canada, 21st March uh, to uh, 10th April 2022. Source, Government of Canada, COVID-19 daily epidemiology update. Partially vaccinated are yellow. You see negative 73.08. Double vaccinated are orange. You see a negative 158.37. Triple vaccinated are red, negative 293.33 for infection. That's all infection right there. So you see every time you take an injection, you're less likely to, uh, to survive. And now they took the data for the hospitalization level in a very weird way because you end up with um, them after the first injection. They started, in many cases, trying to get the stats down as much as possible by only judging within the first, four, first 14 days of injection. So for hospitalization, you have partially vaccina- partly vaccinated, negative 91.53. For um, double vaccinated, you have negative 29.95 for hospitalization. For um, triple vaccinated, you have negative 81.94 for hospitalization. Now for death, that's a big one. Um, the par- partly vaccinated are negative 2.75 for death. Um, the, the double vaccinated are negative 43.36 for death. And the triple vaccinated are negative 101.07 for death. And remember, this is a percentage um, versus, uh, you know, people that aren't injected. So basically, the people who are injected are far worse off, far, far, far worse off. I mean, it goes without saying. Now, as the article continues here, it says, now, of course, the data from the UK and Canada only implies there's a serious issue here. It doesn't necessarily mean it's being reflected in terms of disease and suffering associated with acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. But unfortunately, official U.S. government and CDC data does. The CDC hosts a vaccine adverse event reporting system where adverse reactions to vaccines can be reported. The full database can be found on their website. The database contains adverse reactions reported to all available vaccines in the U.S., stretching as far back as 1950. So we ran a search of the database to check for common diseases and infections associated with acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, and this is what we found. Oh, man. It says, the CDC has a helpful page uh, listing opportunistic infections associated with AIDS that can be viewed here. Uh, Here's a snapshot of their provided list. So you have sinomegalovirus. You have... Encephalopathy, HIV-related, and you have herpes simplex virus. As it details, it says, and here's a list of what are officially dubbed AIDS-defining cancers. It says, what are AIDS-related cancers? People living with HIV are much more likely to get certain types of cancer than people without HIV. Certain kinds of cancers are called AIDS-defining cancers or uh, AIDS-defining malignancies. Uh, This means when people with HIV develop one of them, the HIV infection has progressed to AIDS. AIDS AIDS-defining cancers are Kaposi sarcoma, aggressive B-cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, NHL, and then cervical cancer. Wow. It says, there's an incredibly long list of ailments associated with AIDS, so we cherry-picked the following. 
AIDS-defining cancers, herpes infection, acquired amino disorder, including acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, uh, encephalopathy. And oh man, here you know you you guys can make fun of me all you want, but you know try try on the spot trying to say these words, encephalopathy, encephalopathy. Uh, anyway, brain disease associated with AIDS. That's what it is. Bacterial fungal infections associated with AIDS, uh, candidiasis, uh, co- codiodomycosis, and then uh, cryptococcus. Sepsis is another one. Myocarditis and pericarditis are other examples. And then it says myocarditis and pericarditis aren't officially associated with AIDS, but they are, however, autoimmune disorders that arise from immune system attacking the heart. And with the two conditions being one of the only adverse reactions associated with COVID-19 vaccination to be publicized by medicine regulators, they definitely deserve a closer inspection. To start with what with we did um, a search for AIDS defining cancers that have been reported as adverse reactions. We first conducted a search for adverse reactions to all vaccines by year and adverse reactions by the COVID-19 injections. Here's how the CDC displays the results. I'm going to bring this up. You see an absolute enormous impact according to the official data, which is already completely manipulated. Look at the rates in 1955, 0.09%. Let's jump ahead to 1997, 0.09%. Okay. Let's jump ahead to 2006 here, which if I could follow this line properly, it's 0.27%. Respectively, um, 2005 was 1.06%. Um, and of course, you could, uh, that's around the time, I believe, of SARS and then the mad cow disease, which they were getting a whole bunch of people injected for. So that also makes sense. And as time goes on here, we could jump to 2011. It looks like it is uh, 21 examples, 1.86%. Well, let's just jump over to, let's say, 2019. 39 examples, or no, 2019 is, is 40. Let me follow this line here. Yeah, 42 examples, 3.73% as far as the events reported. But in 2022, you have 39. Again, 3.46%. And then 2021, the year we all know what happened then, 438 or 430 cases, 38.15%. And then 2022, with 222 events reported, 19.7%. And we don't know yet from this year because it's not really been reported. But we also have to understand that, as studies have shown, every single year following the injection, every single year, we see more people die overall that were injected than the previous year, even though less people are getting injected because it's a ticking time bomb and it catches up to you because it brings premorbidities to the front and center of the line. Things that would have killed you much later are happening much earlier. So it says, we've extracted the CDC displayed results to create our own charts that are easy to, easier to understand, so we will not be displaying the CDC version of results for further uh, diseases associated with AIDS, but don't forget you can verify the results yourself at the CDC, CDC Wonder site that is linked. The following chart uh, shows the number of common cancers usually associated with AIDS that have been reported to VAERS as adverse reactions to all vaccines, including the COVID-19 jabs, by the year reported, and the COVID-19 vaccines only by the year reported. 
It says number of common cancers is uh, usually associated with acquired immunodeficiency syndrome reported to VAERS as adverse reactions to a vaccine year 2000 to 2022. Uh, source CDC Wonder Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. So just look at that. I mean, come on, my friends. Come on. All vaccines and COVID vaccines. All vaccines are orange. COVID vaccines are red. Now you have these short numbers as the numbers we just reported showed. And then, boom, 2021 and 2022. It goes without saying. And the, so we have to pair this up. So the red versus the orange here, we have to keep in mind that that means that all vaccines in total, including COVID vaccines, are in orange and COVID-19 vaccines are in red. And they make up almost the entirety of it. And if you just check out what is left versus the COVID vaccines of all vaccines, it's about the same as every other year which is already pretty bad and very underreported, I might add. It says, as you can see, there was a huge increase in reports in 2021 and 2022 so far, with the vast majority being attributed to the COVID-19 injections. The average number of common cancers associated with AIDS being reported as adverse reactions to any vaccine between the years 2000 and 2022 equates to 213 the total number of common cancers associated with AIDS reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 430. This re represents a 1919% increase. It is, however, important to note that not all adverse reactions are reported to VAERS. In fact, the CDC has admitted just 1% to 10% of adverse reactions are actually reported to the system. But a brilliant analysis conducted by Jessica Rose, PhD, accurately estimates the underreporting factor to be at least 41.3%. Uh, it says the following chart shows the number of acquired immune disorders, including AIDS, that has been reported to VAERS as adverse reactions to all vaccines, including the COVID-19 jabs by the year reported and the COVID-19 vaccines only by the year reported. It's a, it shows number of acquired immune, immune disorders, including AIDS, uh, reported to VAERS as adverse re reactions to a vaccine year 2000 to 2022. And again, you have basically the same thing going on with these numbers, all vaccines versus COVID vaccines versus other years. Pretty obvious. Yet again, there was a huge increase in reports in 2021 and in 2022 so far, with the vast majority being attributed to the COVID-19 injections. And yes, we don't have all the information from 2022 out yet. The average number of acquired immune disorders being reported as adverse reactions to any vaccines between the years 2000 and 2020 equates to 31. The total number of acquired immune disorders uh, reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 386. This represents an 1145% increase, which is unbelievable. The following chart shows the number of herpes infections complications that have been reported to VAERS as adverse reactions to all vaccines, including the COVID-19 jabs, by the year reported and the COVID-19 vaccines only by the year reported. And it's basically the same thing for 2021, not as much for 2022, because all the info, sometimes it takes to the end of, say, 2023 to get all the info from 2022. It takes a long time for them to release it. So we see 2021 more so. However, it's pretty clear and cut what's going on there. Because these are all just some autoimmune disorders. It says, <clears throat> we assume you're beginning to see the pattern here. Another huge increase in 2021 and 2022. The average number of herpes infections reported as adverse reactions to any vaccine between the year 2000 and 2020 equates to 926. The total number of herpes infections reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 18,336. This represents an 1,880% increase. Just absolutely insane. Sickening. It says the following charts show the number of uh, 
encephalopathy cases that have been reported to VAERS as adverse reactions to all vaccines, including the COVID-19 jabs by the year and the COVID-19 vaccines only by the year reported. Again, it's the same thing. We have the chart there. I'm going to jump down. Uh, Encephalopathy is a result of damage to the brain and is also known as AIDS dementia complex. The average numbers of encephalopathy cases reported as adverse reactions to a vaccine between the years 2000 and 2020 equates to 39.6. The numbers of encephalopathy cases reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 745. This represents a 1,781% increase. And then, okay, now we're looking at the same kind of chart for uh, candidiasis, which I believe includes, what, um, yeast infections and stuff like that, Uh, cochidiodomycosis and cryptococcosis um, infections. Again, same thing, huge increase. The average number of AIDS-associated bacterial fungal infections reported as adverse reactions to any vaccines between the years 2000 and 2020 equates to 15. The total number of AIDS-associated bacterial fungal infections reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 382. This represents a 2,447% increase. And now we're looking at sepsis cases. So again, same thing, same kind of chart. And it says sepsis is a body's extreme response to an infection. It is a life-threatening medical emergency. Sepsis happens with an infection you already have triggered a chain reaction throughout your body. Infections that lead to sepsis most often start in the lung, urinary tract, skin, or gastrointestinal tract. The um, average number of sepsis cases being reported as adverse reactions to any vaccine between the years 2000 and 2020 equates to 75. The total numbers of sepsis cases reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 1,593. This represents a 20, uh, 24% increase. And now we have myocarditis and boom, like, okay, come on, look at that chart. Look at that chart, my friends. It's, it's just, it's comical for anyone to possibly with a straight face, look at that and say it isn't the injections to all those haters out there, to all those people out there that have been saying for all this time that we're just a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists. There's no evidence. Oh, COVID causes um, myocarditis, they say, even though they tested everyone who had heart attacks as COVID deaths in 2020 to fake the numbers when they knowingly knew they knew that these injections would cause heart attacks later on. So then in 2021, they count only one to 10 percent of the people who were injected with heart attacks as vaccine related, even though it would be immediately almost immediately after or maybe a couple months after. And then claimed, see, the COVID numbers are higher for heart attacks, my friends. Does this not look abundantly obvious to you? Just incredible. Just incredible. Huh. Myocarditis is inflammation of the heart muscle. Pericarditis is inflammation of the protective sacs uh, surrounding the heart. Both are autoimmune conditions. And both have been publicized by medicine regulators as possible adverse reactions to the COVID-19 injections, especially among younger males. The average number of myopericarditis Cases being reported as adverse reactions to any vaccine between the years 2000 and 2020 equates to 46. Get this. The total number of acquired immune disorders reported as adverse reactions in 2021 was 15,555. This represents a 33,715% increase. Shocking, isn't it? And now 
we have the following chart shows the percentage of all of the above AIDS-associated adverse reactions reported to VAERS to all vaccines by year. And boom, look what you got. 51% of all adverse reactions associated with AIDS reported since the year 2000 were reported in 2021, and further 16% have been reported in 2022 so far. Are we really going to believe, are we really to believe that this is just an unfortunate coincidence or are we witnessing the American public report to the Centers for Disease Control that the COVID-19 injections are causing them to develop acquired immunodeficiency syndrome? Official data from the UK and Canada already strongly suggests that COVID-19 injections were causing the fully vaccinated to develop the debilitating condition through, uh, through evidence of a negative vaccine effectiveness and a negative immune system performance. But now official data from the U.S. government and Centers for Disease Control confirms that we probably are witnessing the fully vaccinated develop acquired immunodeficiency syndrome with diseases and infections associated with AIDS reported to VAERS in increasing between 1,145% and 33,714% in 2021 following the introduction of the COVID-19 injections. I want to make it clear, this isn't happening to the Amis. This isn't happening to uh, groups that are not getting injected. This is only happening to the injected. And only recently have we seen evidence of myocarditis and pericarditis in the unvaccinated growing only because there's, they're, they're finding samples in meat at several grocery stores. Another good reason not to be buying you know, uh, meat and to be buying storable foods. Again, link in the description. But with that said, we've already gone over studies that show like a 9,000% increase in cancer risks overall since the injections have come out. We're seeing a massive increase in the thing they call turbo cancer at the same time as myocarditis and pericarditis. So the died suddenly thing is also turning into turbo cancer. And, you know, I personally know three people that died um, within easily two weeks of getting injected in 2021 of cancer. Suddenly, grapefruit-sized tumor. We all know someone at this point, or people are just blind to it and they know people, but they don't want to acknowledge that it was the injections. Same with the heart issue. I know people. I got a family member that's dealing with heart issues right now. So, you know, you can only do so much to wake people up and try and, 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 and try and like warn them about this. But at this point, I mean, who's still getting these injections other than complete moronic sheep? I mean, it's just mind blowing that all this information could come out. But I've met a few people in recent days that are still on that page and saying, oh, I'm a wacko conspiracy theorist. You say trust the science and we have the science and you won't listen to the science. You'll only listen to what makes you feel better about your terrible, cowardish, cowardly position back in 2021. Now, there's a lot of people that got forced into it in certain ways. I actually am on the, of, of, of the belief that 99% didn't get forced into it. They chose to do it because they were weak. But there are some people out there that got forced as in they were going to take away kids and all sorts of horrible, horrible stuff that happened at that time. But your job isn't worth your death. And so, yeah, people decided to do it on their own. I know people who were in hospitals that got it despite uh, or that didn't get it, rather, um, despite them saying that they were going to fire them if they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Legally, they couldn't fire them. It was all fear. and People fell for the fear. I know of a lot of people who were literally crying as they got injected. I remember being in Paris in 2021 when I was reporting on 
the vaccine restrictions there. And by the way, that was a living hell. And I spent every cent I had over there to make sure that I documented and I put out a bunch of videos on it. I remember going into uh, a pharmacy because I needed water and there's nowhere to get water. And it was, I was tired from walking all day. And I go to the fridge to open the thing and I get the water and I turn around and I just see like a six-year-old getting the COVID shot right in front of my eyes. And the deer in the headlight retard mother with the mask on watching her child's fate thrown to the wind. It's going to be something that is going to have me shell shocked for the rest of my life. I've been in war zones and seeing a child get injected, I think was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. And I threw a fit at this place and I screamed at them, but no one's going to listen to me at that point. It's too late at that point. But the best thing that we could do at this point is try and warn future parents of the, of the dangers of this, I guess. I mean, at this point, how many people are really believing this? I mean, we looked at the study from Germany, for example, and th- I think that's an in- interesting one. So the study from Germany is, uh, it, it came out early last year, 1,001 participants. It showed that of the injected in the study of the 1,001 people who were injected, 96% of them had pre-blood clot formations and crystallization of their blood. I mean, it goes without saying that that's correlated, right? Well, yeah, of course. Of course it's correlated. Italy backed up a study as well. We have all these excess death studies coming out, and the expose does a great job of you know, compiling a lot of these. We also have the Amish to study where it's quite clear they don't get cancer. They don't get diabetes. They don't get autism. It's coming from the injections. We know that. And it's coming from the tap water. It's coming from the foods, the Roundup, the the glyphosate, all that kind of stuff. The chemtrails don't help either. And there are some people that are Amish that get injected, but very few. So here you have the cut and dry, obvious correlation. People are honestly going to still stand there and call you a crazy conspiracy theorist. Your family at family get-togethers is still going to call you a crazy conspiracy theorist. And, you know, less and less of them all the time because, you know, it's becoming more obvious, but they're still lemmings. So they will just not want to talk about it. Instead of acknowledging that they were wrong in one of the most important times in history to be right, by the way, they'll just pretend nothing happened. And that is one of the most pathetic parts of all of this is that they'll just pretend it never happened. How gross is that? When it mattered more than anything to stand up, to be loud, to reject, to resist, so many just went, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to. I'm just, I'm just going to sit on my hands. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to uh, you know, annoy the social construct. I'm going to sit on my hands and let history pass by. So when my children ask me what I did in the most important era of history, I can sit there and say, absolutely nothing. I was a coward. And I attacked those that did stand up. And I ignored those that did stand up. And I ran away from those that did stand up. I didn't want to be associated with those that did stand up. I gave away my friends because I wouldn't stand up. Those, you know, a lot of people out there, and including some people watching, though most of the people watching today are on the same page, but, you know, there's 
probably a few people watching right now going, screw you. I, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sacrificing your social group for good is the right thing to do for truth, for resistance on historical grounds, the likes of which we've never seen before. And now all of that is being used because the CDC and Pfizer and, and executives are laughing about, oh, and the World, World Health Organization was caught recently in a leak laughing about how they can impose new lockdowns whenever they want and people will fall for it because people are so stupid they fell for the last one. They'll openly say people are dumb enough to fall for the last one. Matt Hancock, um, the health minister in the UK, laughed in his leaked WhatsApp messages about how easy it is to control people and push people into lockdown and how easy it was to get them to comply and that they'll do whatever we tell them to do. There were secret government nudge units to force people into this mentality where they literally put out fake stories in order to scare people into blind compliance. And then they had millions and millions of bots that would go on social medias. And this is acknowledged. The UN did this in order to make it, make it appear as, more, as though more, more people supported the narrative because people are lemmings and they'll go along with the social construct. So they see everyone else supporting it. So they go, okay, yeah, I support it too. And now they're bringing out, of course, they had the zero COVID policies in China, which is now the litmus for the zero carbon policies worldwide. The vaccine passes, which are now the um, litmus for the cashless society worldwide and what allows you to eat and what doesn't and what allows you to go into restaurants and what doesn't, et cetera, social credit. Carbon credits, that's all on the FedNow app as well. And we have 15-minute cities based on those carbon or those zero COVID policies in China. That is what happens when people comply. They move on to the next thing. And my friends, they are moving into the next thing. It's all transhumanism. It's a sacrifice of humanity. It's one big puzzle. And if we don't act on it ourselves to resist and break free from the Great Reset and the Tower of Babel they're building, this giant human sacrifice then we will succumb to it and we shall forever hold our peace. We must resist. And the best way is withdrawing from the system completely. Withdraw from the banking system, withdraw from the grocery stores, the, the, you know, the energy grid, all these kinds of things. Not completely, but enough that you are sustainable when things go down. Because they're now pushing the idea of new illnesses. NBC News says this winter, COVID is going to skyrocket. The UN is talking about a digital ID attached to your bank account. And at the same time saying that they're planning to be able to lock down any country at will because of the UN and they have this power and they're, in a, they're a world order. They're globalists. And that a pandemic could be a reason, quote unquote, that a climate emergency could be a reason, quote unquote, an economic emergency can be a reason, quote unquote, uh, you know, uh, an outer space disaster of some kind could be um, a, a reason and any kind of black swan events as well. Guess what? All of those things they are promoting and, and propagating at this very moment. Economy's collapsing, pushing into the BRICS world reserve currency system that's digital with CBDCs, uh, carbon credits, and, and social credits. Fed now is now out and now is uh, forcing people to every payment they do through banks and uh, payment apps are now going through the Federal Reserve with social, uh, with social credit. And, of course, they are pushing new pandemics. They, they are claiming that the um, ecology of the world is collapsing and we all need to pay carbon taxes and give up gas stoves and air conditioning and bow on our knees and lick the boot 
and you know basically be dependent to 15 minute cities i was just in a 15 minute city in oxford uk where again you can help support our documentary by going to that gogetfunding.com link below but i mean they're doing all of these things and if we do not resist today there will be no tomorrow to build a new future on for our families for god for freedom individualism all synonymous at the end of the day so as I close this off, my friends, as far as the cancer issue goes, which is a big one, make sure to check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. The apricot seed 32-ounce bags are back in stock, and I urge you to do this today and stock up on as much of it as you can so that later on when they inevitably try to ban it, you are prepared, and they last a good, like, 10 years um, of course, th that link is in the description. And if you want to find that link and you're watching natively on Twitter where we're posting natively now, um, you could go to Rumble or BitChute at World Alternative Media and find all the links that we mentioned here. You could check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term soil foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration, storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of these products in the U.S. And even if you don't qualify for free shipping, I still urge you to use code WAM. It helps keep you alive and us alive at the same time. And again, this is how we fight back. This is how we live freely. This is how we resist. It's not by war. It's not by violence. It's not by protest. It's by withdrawal and creating your own system of governance. Self-govern yourself. Be prepared. This is the win. And you're saving money versus inflation today. Never mind. Uh, later when there's no food on the shelves and you're eating mRNA food from Bill Gates ration lines, which he is definitely setting up. We also have um, Lion Energy linked in the description where you can get batteries, solar panels, solar chargers, solar generators, etc. So you aren't dependent on the government grid. You save a bunch of money if you go through our link in the description of this video. Um, of course, you could go to kirkelliotphd.com slash wham to buy physical gold and silver today and roll over into physical gold and silver uh, backed uh, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, checking savings and brokerage accounts. You get a whole bunch of free special reports if you go to that link. We just want to give you solutions. And you get a call with uh, with author of 11 books, double PhD, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, so all you have to do is go and fill that out in the description. And I urge you to get on this today so you aren't succumbing to the CBDCs later on. Of course, you could go and sign up for an extended 10-day free trial with Iconic if you go to our Iconic link in our description, um, where you could get a whole bunch of documentaries, news shows, um, series, a whole bunch of amazing stuff. They are really rivaling Hulu and Disney Plus and all that the garbage out there with their hard-hitting information and truth. We need to support independent media, my friends, so check that link in the description for that extended 10-day free trial. And of course, help support us. We've raised $3,923 so far on our GoGetFunding.com campaign. Thank you so much to those who have donated thus far. You are lifesavers. We spent over $10,000, went into debt. I can't even pay rent. I can't even afford food right now. It's absolutely brutal because of our coverage uh, in 15-minute cities in the UK and in Europe. And you know, we got sabotaged so badly on this. We lost every cent we had. It cost about $10,000 over a month and a half, two months almost. Um, and with that said, we still have to license footage. We still have to license audio. We still have to go and, of course, interview a few people in the United States over this issue for the documentary. So if you want to help us support history and stop the revisionists from having their way with history, go and check out that GoGetFunding.com campaign in the description of this video. We also have Patreon and Subscribestar where we'll be putting up 
exclusive content weekly on there for those that are subscribed on there. Uh, it's teetered off over the last while because no one was asking questions. No one was asking for any certain kind of uh, subscriber-only content, so we had to just kind of take a break from it, but we will be uh, piling up lots of exclusive stuff on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Rockfin for those that pay. And of course, we are uh, we have a Bitcoin address and we have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including Privacy Coins. So we appreciate any help we can get. We are completely viewer-funded, and you guys are the heartbeat of independent media. So we truly, we, we thank you from the bottom of our heart. Um, anyway... We have an Epic Fund Me campaign where you can donate an Epic Cash privacy coin based on the Mimble Wimble protocol. We have a Teespring store where you can uh, get merchandise. And, of course, we have a newsletter, www.imband.com. You can, of course, find us on Telegram, Rockfin, Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at at Josh Sigurdsson. And we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter, and Getter at at World Alt Media. And, you know, we're posting natively our full videos on Twitter now, by the way. Um, so go follow us on there. It helps us reach new people and wake new people up. Of course, we're on all the major podcast platforms except for Spotify where we got banned for vaccine misinformation or whatever. But it doesn't really matter. We should expect that. If you like to listen in your car or on your way to work, whatever it might be on a road trip, go and check us out and follow us on those podcast platforms. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. We appreciate everyone watching today. And as always, live by example, live freely. This is your time to, to shine, my friends. And don't wait until it's too late. We can build a new civilization from the ashes of the Tower of Babel once it falls. But first, it needs to be finished being built. So it's going to get worse before it gets better. But it will get better eventually when it all comes tumbling down. And we need to be prepared today in order to build that new civilization based on love, freedom, individualism, family, God, all these things that the psychopaths hate after the fact. So anyway. I appreciate everyone watching, and until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.